You're listening to Moms No Expert Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be. I'm your host, Irmari. Hi guys, welcome back. Thank you for listening. Before we start the podcast, I do want to read one of the reviews on Apple Podcasts by Rackham Dennett. It says, this taught me everything I needed to know about being a mom and more hilarious, educational, and relatable. Five out of five would recommend. Well, thank you. I do appreciate it. I think there is so much more that I can help with. And I'm so glad that so far as you guys found it hilarious and relatable, it means a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, For today, moms, I felt that. I found this little message online and it says, a daughter needs a dad to be the standard against which she will judge all men. And this takes me back to my previous episode, which we talk about co-parenting. And I talk a little bit about my dad and my mom's co-parenting situation. But I want to kind of deep dive in this episode a little bit more about my dad in my relationship because I got a lot of DMs saying like, well, at least you had your dad in your life and all that stuff. And I did. But just because I had my dad didn't mean that it was all roses and pretty. So I do want to explain a little bit more of why I am the way I am, I guess, or why I think the way I think. So we're going to jump right into mom said what today. And we're going to talk a little bit about my dad situation. And I joke all the time and I say I have daddy issues. I don't think I really dad have daddy issues. I just think I, I don't know. I think it's more of a, it's a complicated situation, I guess. Um, <laughs> With complicated uh, relationships, right? We all have one of those. So to go back to the beginning, my mom and my dad had me <laughs> 31 years ago. And when I was five, my dad did certain things and they broke up. And then it took about a year, I think, when I was able to see my dad again. I don't really know that part too well because both of them have different stories. And I really don't really care enough about the details because, I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. It it matters more. Like I've, So this is why it doesn't matter. So I always think about whatever you do, right, whatever you do before, um, before me, it doesn't really matter is what you do with me after. And, and I think that's where me and my dad clash a lot because in his mind, he thinks he did a good job. And I always say my dad is a great friend. My dad and I can talk about anything as a friend, but as a father, it's where we don't see eye to eye. And, you know, and I'm not going to say, and, and again, and I said that in the previous episode, and I'm saying that again, my dad is not a bad guy. He is a great person. He was a good provider. And overall, he was a great dad, right? But when you are growing up and when you're a teenager, I think that's where... I'm not even a teenager. I think I was what, like eight, but I don't really remember specific how old I was. But I do remember I was old enough to know the difference between this is fucked up and this is not fucked up. Let me give you an example. So my dad remarried after my mom and he had a daughter my little sister who I love and I have a stepsister and she would say things to me obviously you know when you're a kid and you come into somebody's house because this is their house right she was older than me so she wanted to set a standard like I'm the boss basically so it was kind of like a bullying type of situation but she wasn't a bad person right she was just a kid and but I, I was a sensitive kid I'm always been sensitive so I remember I told my dad this and 
then the first thing my dad said, and this is how my dad set a standard in my life. He said to me, I was not there, so I cannot believe you. So as a kid, let's say I'm eight, right? That's how old my daughter is. Because I'm, because if I think about it, right, if my daughter, if this is told to my daughter, this is something that's going to impact her for the rest of her life. So I'm eight and my dad says this. So in my mind, I said, shit. So if my parents are not there and shit happens to me, it doesn't matter right so what the fuck do i do because it did happen you know this girl did yell at me or this girl did whatever but he wasn't there so there's nothing he can do so fuck it so then um other things happened um i get my period i was i think i was i don't know 12 and i it was it was unexpected nobody thought i was gonna get my period i think i got it early or something like that where nobody thought it was gonna happen so it happened i wasn't really close to my stepmom so it wasn't like i can go to her and be like oh my god what do i do so i didn't do it correctly so instead of my father talking to me and obviously i get in this situation like it's hard because dads don't really know how to talk about period but i wasn't close to her right and this happened at their house so because they don't have a communication with my mom it's not like they can call my mom and be like hey can you talk to your daughter it's just like they just let me run do whatever but she called me and yeah well she called him and he put me on the phone and she yelled at me because i guess i left a pad like on the trash or something like that and i'm looking and i'm looking at my father like this is your wife yelling at me like i don't know and i and i said i remember i said i don't know what i'm doing this is my first time having a period like i don't fucking know what the fuck i'm supposed to do and that's it like he didn't say i'm sorry he didn't say you know he just said you know you just do better next time so as time passes every time i'm going up because i didn't want to go anymore right like i'm like i don't want to go somewhere when i'm i'm not happy i'm with my mom and i'm always okay with her so i don't want to go somewhere where i'm getting yelled at or i'm not believe or when i something happens that nobody believes me so i'm like no i don't want to do this so i remember i just didn't want to go so i told my mom i was like i don't want to go well other things happen right little things but i told my mom at one point i was like i'm not going and she was like you're going to go I don't care what you think what you say you're gonna go and obviously I'm not old enough but I told her I said I'm not gonna go and the first thing that comes to my mind is like she's abusing me physically like she's beating me or whatever because I don't know the difference so it's it was more like bullying it wasn't abuse but now I know that I didn't know that at that point I thought it was abuse but now I know she was just bullying me and now knowing what I know now I know it's more that she was also hurt so she was hurting me because I've never I've never hated her like it, like now me thinking back i me and and my stepsister never had animosity be- between each other it was more of me being mad at my father that he didn't step in but yeah so then what happened was we sit down because my mom's like well you gotta talk to them so my mom talks to my grandfather everybody gets involved so we have a meeting and <laughs> i remember we we're sitting in a big table and they always got mad at me because i'm a slow eater and they will always get mad at me because i eat, eat slow and <laughs> we're sitting at the table and they're mad already because i'm a slow eater and then they're talking about the situation and so my stepsister says well i never abused her blah 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 she comes into my room because she wants to play and we're playing and if she doesn't like it then she shouldn't come so that's what my dad says my dad says the same thing he said well i think that's correct and in hindsight yes that's true if i'm being abused i shouldn't go but i'm a kid i'm eight so i go to my dad's house every weekend or every other weekend and it's either 
me being in a room just sitting by myself which I did afterwards or play with the person that bullies you right and I was just like I don't want to go somewhere I'm not I'm not wanted and I think that was the main thing like I knew I wasn't wanted there so I didn't want to go and I knew my dad didn't care so it's like why am I even coming here like it's not necessary so long story short I stopped going uh, I told my mom, I was like, well, I get it. You want me to go, but I'm not going to go. So I'll, I'm, I'll stay with my grandparents. And so I started staying with my grandparents and my cousin and my uncle. That's how I got super close to. I mean, I, I was already close to my cousin, but that's where like my closeness got bigger, where me and my cousin would do anything, like everything, even days that weren't, I wasn't supposed to be with my father. I was hanging out with my cousin so at this point my uncle becomes more of like a father figure to me and it I think my dad kind of recognized that and he kind of got upset obviously you know you don't want your daughter's no longer hanging out with you she's hanging out with your brother whatever so we try to have a relationship he ends up divorcing or separating from his wife at this point it was a lot (laughs) so I remember that he was trying to make you know time but at this point i was already upset at him i was already mad now i'm like 12 13 you know now i'm a teenager now i'm like no (laughs) you know i don't need you whatever type of person and well not i don't need you but i was i was rebellious and i remember he was you know he was trying and then if you okay so let me just explain so my mom and my when my mom and my dad split my mom became the strict person meaning she would hit me she had to hit me she would reprimand me right my dad never till this day till that incident she he never reprimanded me yelled at me or said something to me in that extent so go back to the story so i am going to a party i was with my with my dad my uncle my cousin we're in a car and my dad is acting weird and i'm like you know they're gonna drop me off at this party whatever i think my mom was there or something and i'm like papi you know like that's how you call your dad in spanish i was like papi you're being crazy like stop and then he keeps getting louder and when you're a teenager you stalk slang so i said you're acting stupid and that triggered him so bad that he slapped me that i just like i was like what the hell so he slammed me and i just didn't want to talk to him so i go with my mom whatever and obviously i'm a teenager i should have not called him stupid and i i apologize for that after but what bothered me is that his reaction for me calling him stupid is slapping me i'm 13 so for 13 years you've never touched me you've never said anything to me you've never reprimanded me and you're first instinct when i called you not a bad word you stabbed me like come on you know what is the like a build-up to that to this right so anyway so that happened and we didn't talk for months so he finally comes to my house and the first things he says and i apologize i said you know i'm sorry because my mom told me she said you should have not called him stupid and i was like you're right so the first thing he says to me is palo que nace torcido Nunca jamás endereza. And I will never forget this because that means a tree that's bent would never um, get straight again or whatever this, whatever you translate it in. So basically, he said he's that's the way he is. He's flawed and he'll never change. Not for me, not for anybody. This is what he said to me. And I looked at him and I said, wow, so you will never change. So no matter what I do, what I say, no matter what anybody, no matter what my sister says, you will always be this person. 
And this set a standard. And I think now that I'm older, right now that I'm so when I became well, actually, like through the pandemic, I was I've I've had a lot of anger issues my whole life. I, so I ha, I've had a lot of anger issues and when I during the pandemic, I went through like a really tough breakup and I remember I was like I need to work on myself. Like this, like there's something wrong with me. And not wrong, but that there's something that it's triggering me and it's triggering this anger and I need to fix that. I'm like I have an 8-year-old or well, she was 7, but I'm like I can't be this anger. Like there's there's something in me that I have to fix so I remember you know I started going to a therapist and all this stuff and talking to my therapist I realized that this is one of the reasons why I'm single or not that I'm single but why either I look for men that are palo torcido or I I just don't want a day because I see my dad in them meaning like I look for people that are flawed because for some reason I think I can fix them I cannot fix anybody, but that's where, like, I thought when I was young, I was like, oh, my dad can change. I should be able to change him. I'm his, I'm his daughter. He should love me enough to want to change. But I didn't realize that he's not going to change if he doesn't want to change. And that's my story. <laughs> but then, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff happened. Um, I got really upset. And then, so I moved to Florida when I was 19 because at this point I'm having problems with my mom too so we start we clashed a lot at this point because of that so when my grandmother passes when I'm 19 I was like I can't do this like my grandmother I feel like she was like the only not the only but the main um source of stability like emotionally and physically like I could go to my grandmother emotionally and and she was available like my grandmother was the pillar for my whole family so when she past i was like shit i'm alone like i don't have anybody mind you not be not because i didn't have anybody but because i'm fighting with my mom the other woman in my life that i can just confide everything in so i'm like shit i'm alone i go to this orientation thing and they start talk they start talking about a internship for disney and i was like fuck it i'm gonna apply and if i get it then i'll think about it right <laughs> i applied this this is how i do shit in my life most of the time I was like, I'm gonna apply if I get it then I'll think about it so that's what I did I applied it I did an interview because you have to do an interview I applied I did an interview and I got it <laughs> and I was like oh so I'm going and the funny thing is I didn't even decide like I applied I did the interview they call me the ne- not even the next day the same day at night they call me and they're like hey you got the position check your email we need all this information from you and I send them the information so it was like I just didn't have I just didn't think about it so I made that decision um basically it just with the whim and I moved to Florida and I remember um it was the best worst decision I made and the way I explain it is because I realized that I escaped so I was trying to escape a painful situation instead of fixing it or instead of just living through it and and see what happened I was just like I can't do this shit and I just left so that was the worst part so that was the worst part because I I learned later on in life how to deal with painful situations when I could have just learned that time right and not have to go through the shit that I went through after (laughs) and then it was the best decision because I, I I grew up like I grew up so much when I moved to Florida 
at 19 by myself <laughs> um spanish solely spanish speaker born and raised in puerto rico mata de platano like i literally i knew english but all i did was spanish like my whole life is this island and all of a sudden i'm with six other people none of them spoke spanish <laughs> they were all white and i'm not saying anything bad about it i'm just it was different so we don't eat the same stuff we don't have the same culture we don't it was a it was a culture shock for real but it it i grew up so it was it was a culture shock um but yeah it was that so it was a good decision in the sense like i i grew up and i learned a lot and i fell in love with working hard and getting what i wanted so i was like this is what i want and every time I tried to do what I wanted, I got it when it came to like my job, you know, because I was I was I was always hardworking. So it was good. Yeah. Then I met my daughter's father. We have my daughter. And that created a problem in my family. I'm 22. I've graduated from high school. I'm still in college because um, I was going for psychology and I get pregnant. Mind you, my mom had already moved to Florida with me and all this stuff. I have my daughter and like, I honestly, I don't care. Like, I remember when I will always remember the day that so I, I, I was freaked the fuck out when I thought I was pregnant, not because I was pregnant, but because I was like, oh, shit, everybody's going to turn against me. Like, that's the first thing I thought. I didn't think about, oh, now I have to think, take, take care of a kid. Like, I knew I would deal with it. Like, I was like, I'm going to deal with this shit, like how I deal with everything else. But everybody's going to turn against me and trust and believe everybody turned against me. You know how many people talk shit about me? Because I was 22. I was not married. And I was having a baby by the guy that nobody knew existed because I didn't post them on Facebook. I didn't post them anywhere on social media. So everybody's like, oh, my God, she's out here having sex. Na, 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 na. So whatever. So my dad started going to church and, you know, he was a changed man. He was a saved man. So obviously, you know, that was disappointing for him. But we try to have a good relationship. Um, I've invited. I took him. I had like this party and I took him to a bunch of places. I brought him to my house house um when i was going through that rough patch with my daughter's dad he was there he came over to florida he was like you know do this and do that my dad tells me oh i don't understand why you haven't put darwin through court when i took him to court it just it's like we took 20 steps back and obviously in hindsight my dad was trying to be have my good interest at heart but at the same time i think he was kind of projecting because of his situation with his previous marriage so it was kind of like a projection type of situation but anyways it doesn't matter the point is he says to me because he he's like well if you don't take him to court this is why i took him to court he said well if you don't take him to court you're letting me know that you still have feelings for him and i was so eager to prove everybody that i didn't have feelings for darwin because i didn't when me and darwin broke up we did not have feelings for each other anymore if we ever had like we try to work it out for danny we did we try to stay together for danny and then we realized there's no love because we were never in love right so there's no point for us to stay together if we do not like each like love each other there's no point like why like why right so I was so eager to prove everybody. I was like, I'm no, I don't care for him. Like, I'm not in love with him that I did it. And the, this goes back to me saying the the other day, I'm like, if somebody tells me, oh, you should do this. It's good for you. I will do it. And I've always been like that. Oh, so yeah. Anyway, so recently my dad said to me, so I got a tattoo on my thigh like a couple of months ago and I posted on Facebook and he said to me, you're fat and you shouldn't post pictures like that because you're fat and i'm like i've had 
an issue with my body my whole life, literally my whole life. And this moment when he said that is when I realized why I've had an issue with my body my whole life. Because my dad has always said that I was fat. I remember I was young and I, I was not fat. I was, I've always had a big ass. That's just, my grandmother had a big ass. My mom has a big ass. That just runs in my blood. And he always said I was fat. And I remember this moment, like that was, it was like the epiphany. I was like, oh, so you're the one that created this freaking body shame in me. And I got so upset. I hung up and I was like, I'm, I haven't talked to him since because I just, I just, why like why why literally like why that, that that's the only that's the only question i have always to anybody like any person that comes to me and says you're fat why why does that bother you what is it like why right and a lot of things like i love to dance right i used to dance when i was young he would say that i wasn't good enough so i stopped dancing on my own coming up with this like i know like he said this to me and this is why i did this he said, I wasn't good enough. I remember I had a boyfriend. And he said to my boyfriend, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. She's a lot to handle. <laughs> Why? 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 Why am I a lot to handle? I was fucking 12 or 13. First of all, I'm not doing shit. We're probably going to a park <laughs> to the movie theaters. <laughs> what is to handle there? Like, what am I doing that is a lot to handle when I'm 12 or 13? That I talk back? Okay, well, you're gonna have to deal with that like really what is a lot about me that I eat a lot because I've always I've always ate a lot that's that's always been my so like why right and oh my god like I just sit here and I and then I think about my anger issues and it's come and it comes from because normally when I get angry is when people trigger it right when people say certain stuff like you're fat or <laughs> you're not good enough or you're too much i went on a date with this guy once and this guy said to me i think we i went to kiss him or something because i don't give a fuck like if i like you i if i can if i'm gonna kiss you i'll kiss you right so i want to kiss the guy and the guy said I and i was like i'm too much what the fuck like i was so i grabbed my shit and i left and then he's like i don't know why you got upset and thinking about it first of all what the fuck does that mean that i'm a lot because i kissed you okay well sorry woman now make decisions 20 2021 second of all i mean i am but it, it that's not a bad thing me being too much is not a bad thing and he and my dad made it a bad thing so in my head i've always thought that i had to be less in order to be appreciated or loved by a guy and it's so crazy i mean it hit me because he set a standard in my life where i never thought i was good enough i or i had to change who i was in order to appease anybody because it's not even only men it's not anybody in my life you know anybody friends my family and setting boundaries is so hard for me like that's the thing the one thing that i'm working on now with my therapist setting boundaries i don't know how to set boundaries for myself and for people in my life which is important because i mean this is why people take advantage of you right so it's a lot and so before i close this i had this situation i went on a date with this guy once and he gave me an edible Mind you, I've had edibles before I smoke weed. But obviously, you know, when you have an edible, well, I, when I have an edible and it's a lot, I just pass the fuck out because I'm normally I'm fucking tired. So it just does what it does to me. So this guy gave me an edible and we have sex. And I remember in the middle of it, it's like my body, I'm having an out of body experience 
right? So I get up and I was like, I can't. And I start crying. I was like, I gotta go. I have to leave. And this guy grabs me. He's like, you know, you wanted this, right? And I'm looking at him like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And the first thing I thought when I'm driving home is I put myself in this situation. Nobody's gonna believe me because my dad said that one time, if I'm not there, it did not happen. So I've never, well, I told two people, but anyways, now you guys know, but I've never thought that it was valuable. Like I, I never thought that that experience marked me because I just, it's just, it's been traumatic. But yeah, and, and it's crazy because again, going through therapy, I realized a lot of shit that... <laughs> that it it just comes to light but i realized that that experience the reason why i've never because i didn't tell people for a a long time like i remember this happened and then i'm telling my cousin and my best friend and they're like what the fuck and i'm crying obviously and they're like why didn't you tell us like why didn't you tell us when this happened i'm like i just in my mind i'm like why would you believe me and my cousin's like bitch because you're crying what the fuck because you're telling me why would it why why would you (laughs) they're like why would you not tell us like why would you think we're not gonna believe you and it goes back to because you weren't there (laughs) so how would you believe me and it's crazy to think about right so to close this chapter (laughs) and so i i guess i do have daddy issues so yeah thank you for my tech talk no i'm kidding (laughs) it i think it's a it's a it's a good journey i mean my anger has reduced to a i want to say 30 percent, but i know i'm lying it's it's reduced to like a 50 percent. i i know how to talk more which was the biggest thing like i would react like i would get angry it it, there was no middle ground with me it was either i was happy or i was mad there was no like let's figure this shit out so i've learned to sit down and talk and just walk away i mean with my daughter i always tell her i'm like if I walk away from you, don't think that I don't care about you. If we're having a conversation and I say, Danny, I need five minutes, I need five minutes. And she understands in the sense like, well, it's either her walking away and like breathing or her just going berserk and like <laughs> going crazy. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been fun. Been a fun ride. So today for the this or that of the week, I found some funny ones. So hopefully they are funny to you. <laughs> it says winning the lottery or finding your soulmate. We all know. I ain't trying to find no soulmate, so give me that money. <laughs> uh and I'm gonna say, like, I'm not trying to find my soulmate right now. I'm not in a good headspace to find a soulmate. I'm pretty sure I pushed away so many people so far that if they were my soulmate, that's fuck it. I'm 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 gonna be alone. Boxers or briefs? I don't care. I mean, boxers, I guess. I've never really cared. Like, I don't tell you what to wear, don't tell me what to wear. It's your personal choice. Silly hats or silly socks? Always silly socks. I I don't wear hats like that. I mean, I try. So, I mean, I wear caps, but I don't think I love hats. So wearing a silly hat is weird. Working hard or hardly working? I want to say hardly working. I've become a lazy person. So the less work I have to do, the better. <laughs> Which is ironic because I'm doing a whole podcast and I'm the one that edits and promotes it. So yeah, it's a lot of work. But yeah, hardly working. Zombies or vampires? So if it's, I want to be a, ma- a vampire. I mean, who wants to be a zombie? No, I want to be a vampire. <laughs> I don't want to be not like the, I don't want to be Edward Collins or nothing like that. Like I prefer like a cute vampire. <laughs> 
crunchy peanut butter or smooth peanut butter smooth peanut butter i cannot stand the crunch and the crunchy peanut butter Ugh, i can't <laughs> i'm so dramatic i know sorry bad haircut or bad dye job so i've had both and uh, honestly i prefer having a bad dye job than a bad haircut because the time that i had that bad haircut i look crazy and if you go far enough in my facebook pictures you can find me with blonde and chopped up hair and i look insane <laughs> so no <laughs> loud neighbors or nosy neighbors lord i prefer the nosy i don't care the loud i have loud neighbors now and the music the way i was talking to the i was talking about this with my aunt the other day because i moved for this year and nobody likes where i live so my aunt's like i don't like your neighbors so i was like i don't like them either and i was telling her how loud they put the music it's they when they put the music they're definitely not in the house because if they are in the house they they they're deaf because they can't it's impossible for the how loud this music is for them to be inside the house so yeah no let's do the last one air guitar or air drums i think i'm good at the air drums i'm not that great at the air guitar <laughs> not that i don't think i'm great at any instrument but air drums i'm pretty well no i'm lying i if you know what a conga is like las congas if you know what that is i know how to play that that's the only instrument in my life that i still know how to play i learned when i was young uh and that's the only instrument that i loved to play that i learned to play and i stayed playing but any other instruments i'm horrible at it. but yeah air drums all the way <laughs> before i close this the podcast i do want to let you guys know if you guys want to send me any questions you are more than welcome you can dm me on mom's no expert podcast on instagram or go to my website mom's no expert podcast.com or send me an email mom's no expert podcast at gmail.com and i will answer all your questions here at the podcast and with that thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next week bye thank you for joining me this week on mom's no expert podcast make sure to follow me on instagram at mom's no expert podcast and share the show with your friends don't forget follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode